0: Hi there. Welcome to the Rome Floyd Chamber Small Business Spotlight. We are broadcasting from our remote Hardy Realty Studios and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. I am Roger Manus with Rome Business Radio.
1: I'm Jeannie Krieger with the Rome Floyd Chamber.
0: Hi Jeannie, how are you?
1: Good. How are you, Roger?
0: I'm doing great. Uh, appreciate you joining us as always. Uh, we've got a great group assembled today for our podcast to discuss the uh, business community here in Northwest Georgia, Rome and Floyd County. Uh, you want to take us around and introduce everybody there,
1: Jeannie? Absolutely. So we have Mark Van Leuven with OTR, and he's going to talk to us a little bit about the Rome International Film Festival. And we have Sarah Husser with uh, the Cancer Navigators for Northwest Georgia. And they have some exciting things going on um, right now with Reese and the holidays. And so she'll tell us a little bit about that, which is exciting. Um, My co-worker here, Thomas Kislett, is on with us. And he's going to talk a little bit about all that he's involved with. And then Sunny from Sunflower Bakery, who is so awesome. We're excited to have her. And um, she's going to tell us some great things that are going on for the holidays as well.
0: Hello, everybody. How are we? afternoon. great. <laughs> we are we are uh, we are zooming. We are virtual, so um, you'll you'll hear different audios from different sources, and that's just fine in 2020 as we all muddle our way through. But it's a great group we've got assembled. Uh, Sunny, I want to start with you. Um, tell me a little bit about Sunflower Bakery. I know you've only been open for a year or two, correct?
2: Right, right. We're open about a year and a half now. And uh, we've uh, COVID changed a lot of things. It actually was good for us in the long run because people found us uh, because of a few uh, Internet sites uh, that Rome curbside and delivery Um, was a great exposure. And people asked questions and said, oh, I've never heard of you. So that helped get us on the map. Joining the chamber has helped get us on the map, too. We're kind of way down here in the Netherlands of Fifth Avenue or in the River District. But we uh, we've really enjoyed being in the district. And there's a lot happening over here now, too. Um, Soon after we came, Aventine came. Uh, boundary has been here for a long time and then, um, things are looking up over here, uh, cattle Sweeney's around the corner and there's some new stuff going on down the street. So we're excited to have been kind of a, kind of a pioneer over here. (laughs) And, uh, so yeah, we've got, uh, COVID, the great thing about COVID, not that COVID's great, but, uh, a good thing about COVID was that people discovered outdoor dining again. And that's all the dining we have because we're so small. So, um, it's really helped us out, uh, getting people to know our patio and, uh, therefore you know getting to know us a little bit better
0: too yeah you're you're jammed in there to some small square footage but yeah people can people can dine outside correct
2: yes sir yes sir that's all the dining we have is outside yeah and, uh, this time of year is just beautiful so
0: uh, uh and one of the things I, I noticed was i'm intrigued by the way you spell sunflower as a bakery mm-hmm. uh, you know it's f-l-o-u-r it's very creative yeah
2: yeah it's a little play on words <laughs>
0: uh okay let's go around the room sarah tell us about cancer navigators um what you're with the good work you guys do over there
3: Cancer Navigators provides free resources and services to cancer patients in Floyd County and in in the entire region, uh, northwest Georgia and northeast Alabama. And some of our services are counseling. We have a counselor on staff that provides free counseling to patients. Um, Transportation assistance. We're able to give bus vouchers and gas cards to patients to assist them with transportation liquid nutrition for those that are undergoing active treatment and struggling to eat. We're able to give out the liquid nutrition. Uh, We have the wigs, caps, and hats. Um, We were doing retreats, and we are planning to have a virtual retreat um, in the near future. And then um, we have a support group every Friday that is now uh, on Zoom as well. So we offer a variety of services and are also there for the caregivers as well. And to to help our our mission and our, uh, I guess, our tagline is to ensure no one journeys through
0: cancer alone. Wow. That's fantastic. So you guys obviously a nonprofit, but that's, you know, the, the chamber is about connecting businesses and community. And so it all works hand in hand, doesn't it Jeannie?
1: It absolutely does. And this is a great example of, um, when they first got started, um, they used the chamber space, um, to get everything in order as they were ramping up. And, um, it's just been, very encouraging to see how they've grown over the years and the great services that they're able to provide to the
0: community well we will circle back around to both sunny and sarah uh, i'm going to get tongue-tied but to hey. to discuss maybe some things that are going on special in both of your worlds maybe around the holidays uh but uh mark now uh, let's talk about riff the rome international film festival which is ongoing um uh, right now in Rome, it it ends November twenty second. Uh, basically, with the exception of the premiere event of Electric Jesus, which was uh, in Rome, uh, everything else is virtual. So, talk about the challenges of uh, having a, a a COVID film festival.
4: <laughs> uh, you said it best. There are lots of challenges involved with having a virtual film festival. We uh, this is our seventeenth year of having a Rome International Film Festival in Rome, and we one of the one of the greater aspects. One of, the, one of the nicer aspects of having a film festival is it's not just about going into a theater or an auditorium or a, a screening room to watch a film, but to do that in the sense of community with, you know, your neighbors, your family, your friends, people that you've never met before, cast crew members from those productions and people who are up and coming within the film industry. It's a it's an opportunity for fellowship in person ordinarily. Now, it has presented a unique set of challenges this year. We do have to go to a... Um, a virtual format it's something we've been discussing for the better part of the year with some of our other colleagues and film festivals all the way from tribeca to Cannes to sundance all the way to you know some of the, the sidewalk festival over in birmingham uh, the rome international film festival is um uh, also pursuing that same avenue but we've got a great lineup of films we've Got a great lineup of films uh from anywhere from your shorts your animated experimentals your narrative feature lengths um, we probably curated close to a thousand films, and distilled that down to several dozens. So it, it's quite a task. And, and Thomas is also one of the uh, the judges. Has has screened some of these films. He can also tell you uh, what a challenge it is to just find that right set of films that we think will appeal best to Rome and the Rome community.
0: Thomas, you want to weigh in on your uh,
4: your film abilities?
5: no i'm just i'm just uh grateful um to have the f- uh, film festival actually happening uh this year and um yes it's it's virtual but you know we we got the one li- live event in uh we are re- grateful for that and uh it's just it's just another uh sign of you know things are happening in Rome, even uh during the pandemic um you know we have a thriving uh district um just just a few numbers just uh for the past four weeks, we uh, recruited uh, 10 new members for the chamber and uh, half of them actually come out of the uh, River District. So um, in my opinion, this is a booming uh, area. We have an international uh, film festival going on at the same time, uh, putting rum on a global map, uh, just like as you see in Mark's uh, background there. And then, you know, we have... a um, a thriving and um uh, very active non-profit world too um the cancer navigators is a prime example f- for that and um we want to encourage people to shop local you know and we want to tie in non-profits as well right now it's christmas time and sarah, sarah will probably talk to that aspect later um also, but you know, we we just want to encourage everybody and uh, all the donors to shop local. You know, people are buying Christmas gifts, and you know, it's always the easy link to Amazon. But you know, we have a portal that you can use. We just had a, a virtual expo, and um, just just glad somehow to tie everything together, and you know, even put us uh, on 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 a global map there.
0: Yeah, Jeannie, I do want to touch base quickly on the uh, the business expo, which was uh, last week, and you guys you had made plans to do it both ways, both in person and virtually, and because of COVID, you made the decision let's just do virtual. Um, but from what I can tell, having participated in it, great big success. What are your thoughts on how it how it uh, worked out?
1: We're very pleased. We'll have our final numbers probably on Monday but we like the visits to each booth virtually and that's always exciting. And, you know, the great thing is we get to send those businesses those emails and they can follow up later or contact those folks also um, just for more conversations and maybe more information. And I think that, you know, it was the right decision. Absolutely. And I think that we'll, um, be able to use a component of this going forward. And that's what happens time after time. Um, I imagine Riff will come back in person and and it'll be as grand as ever, but they might always use a component of coming together virtually to watch some films also, because you can broaden your audience that way. And it's just um, smart to, you know, kind of step out and try it and um, work out the, the, any kinks in the system ahead of time but be ready to do that going forward. I think that's
0: where we're headed. So Yeah, we we all are kind of learning to adjust and create maybe new ways to do business. Sunny, how has it affected you? You mentioned outside dining, but um you know, what kind of a hit was it for you and how have you responded?
2: Well, it's just kind of keeps you off balance all the time at first. And we've kind of fallen into a routine now, but we had to ramp up our curbside and give that option touch free. So we've gotten some new equipment so that we can do a totally touch free curbside You stick it in your trunk uh, transaction. If people, you know, still aren't uh, comfortable going into places, which a lot of people still aren't a lot of people still haven't been out and or, or people have uh, certain medical things that they can't go out. Um, so we can do everything from a total touch free experience to dining on the patio. We still have a little access to the shop. People can actually sort of come in. They can't come all the way in the shop, but we have a little area where people can come in side and look around and see what we have, um, for folks that don't know what we already have. Um, we, um, the, we had to upgrade our website, which is a challenge cause I'm not very tech savvy. So, um, so we, so we've just revamped our whole website. You can order online, pick up in the store too. So we have, um, we've got everything from curbside to totally in person. So it's, it's a matter of adjusting. It's, um, it's not impossible. It's just every day, something different.
0: <laughs> well, you're right. Well, uh, while we're here, can you mention your website? I'll ask you again at the end of the podcast, but, uh, what, yes, what is our, the website? Our,
2: our website, sunflower community bakery.com.
0: And it's, that's sunflower S U N F L O U R S
2: U N F L <laughs> O U R. Right. Uh,
0: and, and what are some of your specialties?
2: Oh, uh, well we have, we have quite a few things. We have bread, we have food, food as people call it. So we have like a little choose to lunch thing. So you can <clears throat> try multiple little things. You can have a little salad and a mini sandwich, or you can try the soup and a quiche. You can mix and match a lot of the different things. Um, we do, we specialize in uh, bread mainly, but we also have a lot of sweets. We have a, always have a seasonal sweet, uh, muffin. So right now the seasonal muffin is a sweet potato pecan. Um, in the summer it's peach sometimes or whatever it's in season. We cook a lot of, cook a lot of, I guess you'd call it farm to table. Um, a lot Of our products come from local farms, all the eggs and everything all our baking, and then our uh, quiches and our um, breakfast eggs. We also offer breakfast, that's a whole nother story. Um, but anyway, um, all of our eggs come from Rise and Shine, which is in Calhoun. And our greens and some of our other vegetables come from Tucker Farms, which is out off Turkey Mountain. Then we have uh, Riverview Farms products. We have uh, their corn, we use their breakfast sausage. Um, we use Lionsbridge beef. Um, sometimes we can get Bella Vita mushrooms. So we have. We have a lot of local products. Um, so that's, I guess you call that one of our main features. Um, we use, people think of us as kind of a healthy food thing, but it's not really a healthy food. We just use really good stuff. We use King Arthur flour, um, in most of our stuff. Then we have a few organic flours that are different than that. Um, so to pick one specialty, <laughs> it's kind of hard. We have an awful lot of stuff. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I, I'm getting hungry, but thank you. Uh,
3: well, we got coverage.
0: <laughs> uh, Sarah, in the nonprofit world and fundraising, things like that for the, for what you guys do at Cancer Navigators, how has COVID affected, you know, people have been out of work and the economy took a hit. How has that affected, you know, your guys goals to, to maybe raise money for what you do?
3: It's definitely taken adjusting and getting creative. And we have our annual wreath auction and sale going on right now. And in the past, um, this event's been going on for over 10 years and it was an auction and we had all the wreaths out um, displayed in the Cancer Center and at Floyd Medical Center. And of course, this year that was just not possible. So we had to start brainstorming on what we could do. And we knew we wanted to continue the event because we have so many people that have personal connections to the organization that that decorates great wreaths, and they do it um, to give back to the organization, and it's also very therapeutic to them as well, and um, so I started researching, and I get the chambers emails every week, and the shop chamber. And so this year we have a few wreaths that are for option um, on our, um, you can go to our website to view them and they're on display at Floyd Medical Center. But we are having a sale and all the items for sale are on the shop chamber website and people can go to that website and purchase wreaths. And we also have some um, hand carved items, some welded items, some painted things, um, just holiday decor. And all of it is available p- for purchase on the on the chamber's website. and. Uh, uh, it just launched on Monday and has been um, fantastic. It was very user-friendly from my end, and I have heard from a lot of people how good it looks and that um, it's just very, very easy to go on and shop. And they're enjoying uh, not having to be worried about being outbid. They can actually go on and purchase and know the wreath is, is theirs. So it's going it's going very well, but it, it has been um definitely a challenging year. So we are just trying to uh, continue with the fundraisers and do what we can um, because um, our top needs are the counseling and liquid nutrition and transportation. So we are making sure that a majority of our funds go to those programs that are most needed by by our patients. And all the money raised um, through the wreaths, we're very fortunate. Harbin Clinic Cancer Center buys the wreaths for us. Then we're able to give them to the decorators. They decorate them And return them. And so 100% um, goes back to Cancer Navigators and goes into direct patient care. So it will go into these programs.
0: Well, you mentioned some of the things you do, like the transportation in in a COVID world of social distancing, just challenges everywhere, I would imagine, right?
3: Absolutely. We have been doing most of our resources and counseling appointments over the phone so that patients don't have to get out and they don't have that exposure. Um, We are taking uh, the items down to patients' cars so that they don't have to get out. So we've been trying to limit their transportation so that also the assistance we're providing is going for them to get back and forth to treatments and appointments, Um, but then also so that they are not, you know, having any potential exposure
0: yeah mark doing doing riff virtually is so is that basically oh, as people can go on they they pay a fee and then they just have access to all of these movies on any on any of their platforms
4: absolutely it's riff it's probably one of the as far as vessels are concerned in the unique position of being able to make an even segue from a physical presence to uh, a virtual presence because the fact that you can screen things anywhere you can screen at the theater the auditorium you can screen it at home in the comfort of your home fact is we've probably done a lot more screening at home over the last few months than uh people have done in the prior 10 years just because of the lockdowns the quarantine and so on but uh we have made a a pretty even segue from a an actual physical festival to a virtual format which um we're pretty we're, we're pretty proud of what we've got put together. You can go to the website, which um, I'll repeat now as well, later on. It's riffda.com. It's www.riffda.com. And you go to the website. It'll take you right to the link that you can purchase your virtual best, uh for a, for a nominal fee, it entitles you to everything that we've got for the next 10 days. Um, we're pretty proud of what we've selected. You've got a good mix of films shorts, uh, independent experimental you know films for pretty much every taste that's out there. It's not going to be the same as the physical uh, the presence, and it's presented a unique set of challenges like every other nonprofit and business out there. Uh, one of the big things in the sponsorship element, but the great thing is in a town like Rome, uh, we have had some people come together uh, and, and put a lot of love and, of course, funds into supporting this endeavor this year. And that's the stage for us going forward next year when hopefully, cross your fingers, we will be back to a more traditional form of film festival.
0: Well, and one of the advantages of it, if you know, doing it this way, one advantage I see is there's no conflict for the person who wants to see this screening and that screening because, you know, if they're on at the same time, you, you know, you're not having to make a choice because it's online now.
4: No, you're absolutely on the button on that. Even for those of us who have screened the films and we've seen them before and we'd like to go back and see it again, one of the greatest joys from being part of the board and part of the, uh, the group of folks that put these festivals together is to sit in the audience and see if people react the same way that we react, like, uh, to see if they like it as much as we do. It, it doesn't always work out like that, but it does give us an idea. It gives us a gauge of, of audience reaction. And you know what? That's one of the... That's one of the uh, one of the greatest benefits of a film festival for the cast and crew of a film to come to town and see how it works. I mean, you have test audiences, you have, okay, did this scene work? Did this scene work? Did this, sound? maybe we need to you know, tweak the finale. I refer to the Rome international film festival, like a lot of its colleagues, well, colleague festivals if you want to call it that as the veritable minor leagues of filmmaking. This is where you see it at ground level. Uh, this is where, you know, you have, People who are just stepping into the role as filmmaker coming out of film school, maybe people who had, didn't go to film school at all. Maybe they just you know, put together some sketches to, and, and did a really good job or, a, you know, a not so bad job of putting something together and it got submitted. You also have people who are veteran filmmakers who step back a little bit from the more traditional blockbuster filmmaking experience, do something on a more limited scale. And, you know, trying the waters in, in a town like Rome or a town like Birmingham, a town like Orlando. And if it works, if something, you know, they're not able to put as, they don't have to put as much investment in something like this. They, they're testing it out here, put the feelers out there and see if it works. And if it does, maybe they, they're able to secure the funding for an even larger endeavor to make it a, uh, make it a bigger go of what they've got. That's, that's one of the things that makes, you know, RIF unique uh, at this level.
0: Well, it's it's a good thing I'm not uh involved in judging or I guess selecting the films because my criteria would be like are there horses, car chases, or does anything blow up? <laughs> <laughs> well we've had f we've had a fair selection of
4: those films. No,
1: <laughs>
4: okay. You know Initial you point, from- yes, it's it's that's one of the great things is to be able to sit in the audience and see the people reacting to it. In this situation, you don't have the audience, but you can see as many films as you want. Don't have to worry about shooting showing at this time. I'm gonna miss it if I go at this one.
1: Roger, one of the things I love about Riff is, um, which Mark alluded to, you're able to see that talent that maybe's just starting out. Last year, Danielle Deadweiler was um, at the City Auditorium with her movie, Premiere, and I follow her now on Instagram, and I am convinced she's, she's the real deal. She's going to make it big at some point. She's just a very talented actress and was so kind and willing to talk to everybody and, you know, do pictures. And, and it's that sort of thing when you can watch these films and then, you know, see the talent that is there and then follow them in the future with their careers. That's very gratifying. And, and I, like Mart think Riff is something so special for our community and the fact that we have this. And I was at the uh, College and Career Academy for Rome City Schools. And they're going to have a whole film production area because so many young people are interested in filmmaking because it is such big business in Georgia right now. So um, I think Riff is kind of the icing on the cake, if you will, for the whole film industry endeavor. It's really positive.
4: And if I could tap into that that notion, what you said there is absolutely right, Jenny. The we don't just have one set of studios in town. We, well, we don't have one studio in town. We have two studios in town, unless we've gotten more sense and we've got Brand Red and we've got Ham Studios. And one of the things we see this, the fact is Georgia is the new Hollywood. We are at one of the new epicenters of that experience in Georgia. The fact that we've got two studios, the fact that we've got a film festival, the fact that we are attracting the talent, we have people like Clint Eastwood coming to Rome, not just once, but twice to scout for locations. People of that caliber, people like Danielle Detweiler, you know, who's, who's an up and coming. We have the daughter of, uh, geez, I can't think of his name, is one of the original Count Basie Orchestra guys here last year. Just hobnobbing with people. I mean, people from films and, and musical venues, old, present, new, and, and future forward, they're coming to Rome it's it, it translates a lot economically for the community and artistically and to me riff is a, is a perfect fusion of of combining that whole economic and and artistic uh, those elements and bringing together something that can make this community even more vibrant and beautiful well and don't forget of course a few years ago
0: burt reynolds the late great burt reynolds came to town as part of riff and uh one of his last festivals too and um uh, the premiere movie that you actually were able to do the live event to launch this year's riff, Electric Jesus, actually stars Judd Nelson of Breakfast Club fame and Brian Baumgartner, who I know is and everybody else knows is Kevin Malone from The Office. <laughs> uh So, yeah, it's – it's and and what's also interesting to me is because we share a name with Rome, Italy. When people do start talking about film festivals, and, you know, you mentioned Sundance and Cannes and Rome, I wonder if their first thought is Italy, but no. you should (laughs) mention that.
4: When they submit, we just put that on our our film submit website we use is Film Freeway, and real fast, in previous years we hadn't really mentioned anything about, hey, there is a distinction. There's Rome, Italy. There's Rome, George. We now have a a little check mark where we say – we're asking the filmmakers you do realize that this is not Rome, Italy, this is Rome, Georgia. And, and we have had some people check Mark. Oh no, I didn't. I had no idea. <laughs> still express an interest in coming to Rome, Georgia because it piques their curiosity. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's about branding. All right, let's, uh,
0: let's shift gears here a little bit. And just, so um, let's talk holidays coming up. We want to shop local. We want to shop Rome. We want to shop Floyd. Uh, we want to help out local businesses and nonprofits. So uh, okay. while riff is going on, you, uh, jump online and and support it watch films uh sunny what have you got got going on special here um tor- as we move toward the holidays
2: as we move toward the holidays we're finalizing today our thanksgiving menu so we will do sides we might feature a meet but we tend to uh, focus on the sides we'll um offer those and we'll get this published uh today we got to finalize that um improving on what we did last year um and so we'll have Thanksgiving menu and then we'll offer things, gift baskets and things like that during uh, the Christmas holidays. Um, we also offer gift certificates like we do all year long. Um, somebody came in yesterday and bought nine gift certificates for their office. So that's kind of a popular thing for people to do. Um, of course, we am looking at my thing here. <laughs> Look at my notes. Um Okay. And we'll have we'll have a few more seasonal sweets, too, as, as we get closer to the holidays, things that we don't make all year long, not just the seasonal muffin, but some seasonal uh, pastries and special little things to gift people or to gift to yourself because, you know, it's always self-care is good.
0: <laughs> what, what is the, do you, do you basically market yourself by word of mouth of the, the quality of product or are, are you? Oh, we've
2: got, we have an Instagram, the bakery has an Instagram and a Facebook, and then there's also another page called Rum Curbside and Delivery. And so we got a lot of exposure through that. So, um, I just uh multiple times a day have to make posts, and I have a couple of folks that live that work here that take some really great photographs so um people are people are really visual you know the photograph is a great eye catcher, and so that's our main uh mode of advertisement um word of mouth is huge too, but um mostly through uh social media
0: and and Sarah, as the holidays approach you guys have had to call an audible a little bit you've got the wreath program going on anything else that people should know about how maybe they can get around uh, get, get involved and help support around this time of year
3: absolutely um we are always open and welcome welcome donations um i also tell people if you don't need a wreath for your home you're welcome to buy one and we can give it to one of our ca- cancer patients um, to oh, bring them some joy this a, holiday that's a great so, idea um that is a way um that we can do it um we take of course the end of year uh donations And uh, we will put it towards if if people have a certain program um, that really speaks to them and they want to support, we can designate their donation to that specific program. And uh, we have a website, CancerNavigatorsGA.org, where people can make donations. Or we are located in the Harbin Clinic Cancer Center. And so they can come by here. Or on our website, we do have our mailing address. It's different than our physical address. um, So we are able to take donations all those ways.
1: Fantastic. You know, Roger, if I can jump in, um, I just have to really give Sarah and her team a lot of credit for the compassion and love that they show cancer patients. Um, having had family members and friends go through um, treatment, it is so special how they reach out and make sure that each patient is cared for. And, um, you know, it the, the needs are just great at that time and just knowing that, you know, the different products that they offer or the services that they provide, it's hugely beneficial, but they just um, relay all of that with such compassion and love and caring until it means a lot to each of the patients going through the treatment. And, you know, Rome has quality healthcare here. And so as, as people come in for treatment, it's just a nice, um, Add on that they're just so kind and compassionate. So I just have to give them a shout out.
3: Thank you. It's a, it's a wonderful place to be. People a lot of times will say, Is it depressing, you know, being there? But no, I say I get to see um, acts of kind, kindness daily. And um, it's amazing how people who have nothing are afraid to take something from some because they're afraid they're taking it from someone else. And so you're always seeing people thinking of others. And in this time, um, it just brings a lot of hope. And, um, it is, it is a great place and we're glad to be here. And as much as we need donations, we also want people to know about us and the services that we offer and to go to our website and see how we can help those, um, who are going through cancer.
0: Wow. Um, Jeannie, that's one of the big selling points of uh, Rome Floyd chamber. The beauty of podcasting is it's online. So this literally can be heard anywhere in the world. So while we're always singing the praises of of Rome Floyd County in Northwest Georgia as a place to do business, it's because of the people.
1: That's exactly right.
0: you know and and uh the constant support of each other and supporting each other's businesses and the great events like Riff and uh the 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 great delectable delights <laughs> <laughs> <I know. laughs> and, and, and just but- na- neighbors caring for neighbors in a world where there's not a lot of that going on right now. Uh, now I'm getting into politics and preaching and I don't want to do that. But uh, Sarah's answer touched my heart there a little bit. Um, okay, let's go around the room just one more quick time and, and just get uh, contact information, websites, social media, anything you want to make sure our listeners know about. Uh,
4: Mark, let's start with you at Riff. Riff, you can visit us at www.riffga.com. That's www.riffga.com. And even though we're not a traditional venue to purchase a Christmas gift, consider becoming a patron or a sponsor or just uh, make a donation because Riff is not just about the festival that comes in November. It's more of an experience. We have plans, rolling out screenings and special events, uh, personal appearances. And going forward, Riff has come a long way from its humble beginning 17 years ago. So uh, be a part of the process. Partner up with us, www.riffga.com it's come a long way and there's
0: plenty more to go as it just grows and the industry grows. And, uh, like to your point, if we can, uh, the, the more, the more stuff filmed in Northwest Georgia it benefits businesses and things like that. So, uh, okay. Uh, sunny, uh, website, contact information, your street address. for yes, people it, um, can come As by. always,
2: I encourage people to call the shop too, in case there's some question that's not answered out on the internet. Our website is S U N F L O U R sunflower community com. You can find us on Facebook and also on Instagram. And the shop number is 706-290-3636. Even if we're not here, leave a message and we will get back to you.
0: And Sarah at uh, Cancer Navigators, how can people get involved and help support?
3: Absolutely. Cancer Navigators, our website is CancerNavigatorsGA.org. We also have a Facebook page. And then we're located on the third floor of the Harvin Clinic Cancer Center. And then people are welcome to call us. We're open from 9 to 5, Monday through Friday at 706 five zero nine five
0: zero four zero Thomas I didn't want to say goodbye without checking back with you you got anything to you want to chime in here before we wrap it up Thomas
5: no just uh shop Rome shop local uh visit us at um www.romega.com and find our link to our shop Rome Floyd um online portal um and um check out the little goodies there and um yeah
0: (laughs) Uh, thanks, Thomas. Jeannie, this was a great group you assembled. We talked, that was that was a great conversation.
1: Well, Thomas, help me as well. But oh. I am thrilled because, like you said, this is what we're all about in our community. So, this has just been a great conversation.
0: Well, appreciate it, everybody. Thank you so much for your time. You thank have been Roger, listening. Thank, thank you. you. You have been listening to the Rome Floyd Chamber Small Business Spotlight. I'm Roger Mendez with Rome Business Radio broadcasting from the Hardy Realty Studios, and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. Thanks for listening.